Така. I can't hear it. Maybe the mic was better before. <laughs> Where it was. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I did it. I did the thing. <laughs> Do it again, it but let's 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 see them actually watch you this time. Okay. Ready? Yeah, yeah, just go ahead. Maybe it's maybe it's the noise suppression? Noise suppression, yeah. Maybe turn that off. I'll turn that off. Ready? 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 Okay. Ready? Yeah, all right. Try it one more time. Go. I feel like Andy Cortez right now. Right. I know. <laughs> Something like that. Good job. That's excellent. <laughs> What's up? Welcome to Neon Pocket Dimension uh spoiler casts uh it's me jacob it's your boy i'm joined by the other boys we got miguel over here nope that way oh it crashed um (laughs) anyway like i was saying before everything crashed i got miguel there (laughs) say hi (laughs) going on guys you you got gauge welcome back mr zaddy supreme How's it going, man? It's been a minute. It's going very well. Having a nice kind of mellow Sunday, catching up on some games, hanging out with the the newborn and uh, my wife, and just kind of being mellow. We got some sunshine up here in Northern California finally, so hanging out. How many days has it been raining in a row? Weeks. Like we've gotten little glimpses of sun for maybe like an afternoon here and there, but it's been uh, it's been pretty real for sure. So nice. Uh, Miguel, you and I and uh, our respected uh, girlfriends went to Foodie Land yesterday. That was pretty fun. That was a lot oh. of fun. It was cold as fuck. It was cold. Their uh, their beer selection wasn't great, but damn, you're there for the food. And let me tell you, mm-hmm. food was great. Uh, what was your favorite thing that you ate yesterday? Uh, the squid. Squid looked really good. It was like that. The squid was really good classic uh grilled squid it's like sort of cut you know it's like flayed a little uh you had the spicy right yep nice uh way to go my favorites hard to pick because that's the type of person i am you know um but it's either the uh the gator bites like frog legs were good but the gator bites were better Mm, i like frog legs me too now it's the first time i ever tried them um it's either between that or like that hand roll I got. I got this uh, spicy tuna hat, tuna hand roll at this one place. It was pretty bomb. They're supposed to give me this like uh, wasabi sauce, but like he poured it for everyone, and then when it came came to me, he just like walked away uh, and just handed me the hand roll. And I, maybe it's because I only got one hand roll. Because when I ordered it, he was all like, "You just want one?" Because it had like a special for two, you know. We did the calculation. It was only a dollar less. It was like like thirty something dollars. I'm like, I could get, I can get one. Um, so then I, mean, I think. To be honest, that's that was a lot for a hand roll. Yeah. Oh yeah. No doubt. Everything was very expensive there. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> but you know what? They still ate a whole bunch well, of shit. You guys are in the middle of a desert, so getting fresh fish <laughs> there is probably <laughs> a little expensive. I don't know. I mean, it's Las Vegas. We're, we're, our, I feel like our food supply is supported by like planes 
and trucks. Per, per capita, we have a lot of sushi places in this town. A lot. I've, I've eaten a lot of seafood in, in Vegas in general. I'm always surprised. I had really good lobster in Vegas, and I was like, this seems yeah. difficult. Huge, <laughs> yeah. dude. Massive. Um, and, like, all-you-can-eat sushi is, like, the normal sushi place here. So it's not like fish is scarce here. It's like they shri- they ship that shit into Vegas. Like it's <laughs> like I don't know. Like we're a lake or something. Like we're an ocean. Does that make coastal sense? coastal city Vegas? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. That's probably why all the people from California like want to come here so bad because it's just like we're full of fish. Several of my friends have moved there recently, so yeah. I believe it. I believe it. What do you think Vegas... What'd you say? I said it's cheap relatively. Yeah, yeah it, totally. It's definitely getting worse over time, just like every yep. city. Um, but happen. We got a house. It's still cheap. Yeah, it's still cheaper than, like, yep. way cheaper than, like, New York. Certainly. San Francisco? Yeah. Any, anywhere in California. Yeah. <laughs> Honest, honestly, it's like our mm. we live in this little tiny ass town with like no jobs and our and our rent is still like as high or probably higher than yours. <laughs> you know what? You know what though? If if um like a zombie apocalypse happened, none of this shit would matter. Right? That's true. And then all you would have is you and yours. That's right. We're talking about the last of us HBO series. This is spoiler cast. So if you want to get spoiled, come in here. If you don't want to get spoiled for Last of Us things, maybe you didn't play the game that was came out like forever ago. Maybe you haven't seen the show everybody's been talking about. Um, get the fuck out of here. Go watch those yeah, things. Yeah, this is your this is your chance. We're uh, we're gonna spoil all things game uh, game two, right? We can even talk about game two a bit. I think um, we should shy away from that. Sure. Maybe just like a, you know, there's a couple of things in the show that they definitely are like setting up for season two. So maybe we'll just, yeah, know, uh, let's tiptoe around it for sure. I know all three of us have played through the last of us part two. I'm correct in that, right? Yeah. Okay. I yep. know that Moji squeeze is walking, watching right now, so let's not get too spoilery. And if we sure. do, if we do venture into spoiler town for part two, it'll be short and we'll mention it and we'll say, come back in like five minutes or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like likely we we won't have to do too much. There's only like one part in the show that's kind of like a you know, right? Yeah, which kind of sets things up. But uh, there is a big thing that happens kind of right in the beginning of part two uh, that sets up everything. That for sure oh, yeah. will not be discussed on this. Sure. If, if you know, you know. Um, that's what I keep alluding to, and I'm like, just you wait, all you people who watched the the show, you you're oh, God, in for it's it. Gonna be such- it's going to be such a gut punch. Anyways, um, yeah, well, let's keep going. God damn it, it is. Um, okay, so Last of Us Part 1. Um, that's what we're calling it now. Um, originally, it was oh, called yeah. The Last of Us. Uh, let's just discuss the original game really quick. Now, first first things first, who had a PS3 in this group? Not me. I. So I did, but I won it through an in-and-out like company picnic, right? Like it, w- but it was one of like the first models, so it was cool because it was backwards compatible. But like, I just like never used it. Ba- basically, there wasn't like I don't know. I was like deep into the Xbox 360 um, realm, so I only played like that first Sackboy game. What's it called again? Uh, uh, Little Big Planet. Uh, Little, Big Little Big Planet. Big Planet. Yeah. yeah, I I had Little Big Planet one, and I had like some ATV off-road game, and like 
that was it that's all i had for the ps3 yes i used to love those games it was so much so that i pretty much just gave it to my brother-in-law and my sister at some point because i got it when i was living with them and i was just like well you guys use this to watch tv and stuff so you can just kind of have it until one day i'll take it back um and i think i just have it somewhere in a box miguel uh you seem to have had the ps3 like actually used it so what's your ps3 experience uh I wouldn't even say I used it that much, to be honest. I didn't buy that many games for it. <clears throat> Most of the games I ever borrowed. Okay. Or you, like, game-flied them? No, they are just borrowed. Oh, okay. <laughs> who, who else Good had game-flied? old schoolyard. <laughs> Was I the only person with game-fly? I never did a game-fly. I mean, I used to rent a lot of games from the, the video store, but... Uh-huh. Right. But then after that, you couldn't really, like, everything was gone, you know? And then it was really just Gamefly. So I had, like, a brief stint with Gamefly twice. But I digress. Miguel, did you play The Last of Us originally on the PS3? Um, no, not on the PS3. Okay, so I'm assuming all of us had a PS4 and got The Last of Us remastered, and that's how we played bing, through the bing, game. Bing. Yes, indeed. Yep. That's okay. how I played it. All right, so all you gamers out there, you know, don't be mad at us for playing the cool remastered version of the game. All right. I don't know what kind of jank was in the original PS3 version. Clearly neither do us. Let me tell you, man, that remastered fucking game is pretty excellent. And I honestly feel like it still would hold up right now. What do you guys think? I I played, I played it like in 20, I played it in 2019 in anticipation for part two. And it was like, it totally felt like a modern, modern game. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. Naughty Dog in general, their games seem like they're always on the cutting edge. I mean, obviously there's some gameplay stuff that feels a little outdated and stuff, but I remember at the time it not really feeling that outdated. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I, so my experience with it is I played it in 2020 uh, during the quarantine. Um, I had gotten a PS4 Pro, I think for my birthday or something. And this is, you know, super late into the PS4 uh you know uh generation uh and the pro is pretty cool except for the fucking loudest fan of all time um might even Jet engine yeah might even rival the fan on this laptop which currently is kind of busted and making extra noise i feel like the ps4 was even more loud than this thing <laughs> it's pretty fucking crazy miguel how loud was your fan remember it being that loud to be honest with you. did did you have the pro no yeah i think the pro because it's like pushing the boundaries of it you know it's like overclocked or had a you know i don't know better video card in it or something like that yeah fan yeah pretty crazy yeah Uh, i actually had the um the original ps4 i also got it really late it was like a hand-me-down from a friend uh um and uh yeah it actually the the fan wasn't that loud until i started playing some of the games that like started coming out after like i remember playing horizon on it or i think it was was it horizon yeah i think it might have been horizon mm-hmm. and it was like it was chug it was chugging it was like that, that fan really started to get going and it got really hot too i remember it was just like <laughs> cooking um but uh but yeah no but um i actually watched my last of us um originally my, my roommate in san francisco when i was there he had a ps3 so the only ps3 like experience i ever had was the fact that he had a ps3 so I'd come like watch him play some get weird games on it. I at the time had a 360, and then our house like co-owned a Wii that we used mm. to play. Like it was like a big college house that I lived with like eight people. And um, 
Yeah, the the girls actually who lived with us had a Wii, and one of the girls was obsessed with Zelda. So that's the only time I ever played Skyward Sword was like kind of like couch co-op with her, um, like passing the controller back and forth. And then I remember watching um, his PS3 was in his room, so I had to actually like be sitting on his bed to like watch stuff. But The Last of Us when it came out, he was like, "Dude, you gotta you gotta watch this." So I started watching like the first half of the game or something like that, and then I was yeah. like, "No, I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna stop watching. I want to play this on my own." So nice. Um, yeah, a couple years later, I I. When I got a PS4, I, yeah, did that. Mm-hmm. Actually, many years, <laughs> if I'm really thinking about it. There you go. Uh, yeah, what was your experience, Miguel, playing through the game? As far as, like, just playing it? It was great. Yeah, um, d- like, where were you in life? What Like, what year you think you played through it? And what was going on? That I don't remember, to be honest with you. <laughs> it was whenever it came out. A long time ago, right? <clears throat> I mean, when did it come out? 2011, 2013? Last of Us Remastered. No. Last of Us Remastered came out in 2014. But the original came out in, yeah, like 2009, 2010? 2011. 2013. Wow. Interesting. Okay. So it was remastered a year later? No. That's kind of strange. Well... But it was right yeah. at the end of the PS3. I remember the PS4 came out like shortly wow. after that. But so yeah, it says a release for Last of Us Remastered 7-22-2014. and mm. original Last of Us original version. Last of Us was June fourteenth. Let's sorry, it's loading. Uh, twenty thirteen. Yeah. Wow. Weird. Wow. Cool. So it's almost like what they did. Well, I guess it's not exactly the same, but I know people give people are giving Naughty Dog a lot of shit for making The Last of Us Part 1, which is The Last of Us, again, remastered, almost like a remake of the original Last of Us using the, uh, the tech that they developed for The Last of Us Part 2. Uh, and that came out pretty recently, uh, what, last year, right? 2022, 2021? Last year. Something last like that. And people are giving them a lot of shit, and they're saying, like, well, Last of Us Remastered already holds up. Why are you going to remake it again? Um, when they freaking remastered it in a year <laughs> for the jump between yeah, PS3 exactly. and PS4. <laughs> so I guess this gives it even more breathing room than the original remaster. It's kind of trippy. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, I don't remember when I bought it. <clears throat> yeah. When I got it, dude, uh, like, you know, again, said, got the PS4 4 Pro super late. They had, like, uh, classic titles or whatever, uh, and mm-hmm. a bunch of them were seriously, like, five or ten bucks. And so, like, I was like, I'm buying them all, dude. I got God of War, Last of Us Remastered. I got uh, Spider-Man. Uh, I got, like, all of the, uh, what, what's that other Naughty Dog series everyone likes? Uncharted. Yeah, I got all the Uncharted's, yeah. uh, and I only spent, like, 30 bucks. It was crazy. Yeah. I had a similar thing where uh, my friend gave me his... He, I think he upgraded to a PS4 Pro, and so he gave me his original PS4. And uh, yeah, um, he already had some games on it, which was cool. Yeah. And then, um, and then yeah, I was able to like it was right at the end of the generation, so there was tons of sales. Like whatever Black Friday that was, I just went. Remember, like, I think it was I got it like right when God of War came out, and so I like I bought God of War. That was the only like sixty dollar game I got. But then every other like PS4 game, I was just like, yep, loaded up. Gravity Rush. I remember a bunch of the games like that right at the beginning. Yeah. 
and a bunch of the ones that I had missed. Like, I, like I got like a bunch of the other Santa Monica Studio games, like Flower and Bound and um, mm-hmm. the Unfinished, the Unfinished Swan, and like everyone goes to the Rapture. Like a bunch of little um, indie games like that that I had kind of missed out on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I still haven't played Flower, you know, or any of those other games. So it's I, kind of like a, it's a kind lot. of like a a Dual Sense, um, or not Dual Sense, Dual Shock like tech um demo in some ways because it uses like the um what do, what do they call it like the six axis um mm-hmm. like to, you like use it to move the wind around and you're like blowing flowers it's a really beautiful game uh, but it's kind of just like a weird surreal experience i bet you'd be really fun in vr that would be cool right like that paper animals game or whatever oh yeah, yeah remember yeah. that um or astrobot for ps5 the astrobot game is like a tech demo game but it's actually really cool yeah, you check that out. Uh, but yeah, so there you go. Th- that's our experience playing the game. Um, all played it at different times, I believe. Uh, and man, playing through The Last of Us Part One and then Part Two back to back during the pandemic, when like everything Each. was depressing and, ah, <laughs> uh, man, it really fucked me up. I'll tell you what. Yeah, I fully had to put down Part Two. I started playing it in 2020, mm-hmm. right after some really heavy shit happened in my personal life and my family, and then right after that was the pandemic like came in and then I started playing. I was really excited for the last of us two, obviously, but I started playing it and it was just so full of like darkness and hatred and anger and, and you know, stuff like, and then the added thing of like a pandemic happening, you know? Yeah. And it was just, it was like, honestly, I just wasn't in the space for it for a little while. Um, so I started playing animal crossing instead, the exact <laughs> opposite, the exact opposite of it. Um, but then I came back to it later and, uh, and it was, I mean, it's an amazing game, but I, I will say I don't, I don't like it nearly as much as the first one. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, th- I like them both. <laughs> I feel like that's where I'm at with it. I think uh, it's an objectively great game. Yeah. But I personally, I think it wore out its welcome a little bit. I think it was a little too long. I get um, that, yeah. I was done with it after like like 20 hours, and it was, it was like five more hours than that, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And then... And then I just think like it was just a little gratuitous in places where I was like, okay, I understand that there's like you kind of got to up the shock value in spots, but I was like, I think you could have achieved that without being like, I don't know. It was just it was yeah. just a little much for me. It was again, it was the headspace I was in, but you know. Yeah, um, I love too. It it shook me to the core, and that's what I liked about it is that you know yeah. I don't know, but there's no right or wrong. You know, it's all subjective, obviously. Some people deeply hate the game. I mean, what do you, how do you feel about part two? Let me go. I like it for the most part. I mean, I didn't have any problems with it. Um, cool. It is a little long, I guess. Yeah. But overall, um, I just take it for what it is. Mm. Fun. I like I'm, it. It's not like Elden Ring, like 130 hours per, per playthrough or whatever. So I guess, or if we're talking like JRPG, like 200 hours. Yeah, it's not that long. <laughs> No, it's. I guess it wasn't. It's not the. It's not the. It's not the actual length of the game. I think it was just the, the pacing of the pacing yeah. of the story specifically mm-hmm. is what started to. You know, I was kind of like, all right. There was like always these times where I felt like we were ramping up to like the final action. Yes. And I kind of just felt like it did this like ramp up lull, ramp mm-hmm. up gameplay lull, like ramp up like mm-hmm. kind of like more infected or more of the the culty people. Anyways, we'll get away from part two and get into the show. But <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, um, it was just paced a little weird for me. So, well, what, what I'll say to kind of close out the parts you talk is that in my brain, like the two of them exist as one thing. So like totally. just the, the wording of part one, part two, 
is apt because in my like i said in my head that actually works because uh, i don't know it's hard to think of them separately for me because they feed into each other so much uh well yeah, yeah it's one know? story at that point like, yeah it's not like it's a different story in any way it's the same thing mm-hmm. it's just like the second chapter of a book right yep it's yeah the second book in a series although yeah. yeah although second like book two would become two or three parts you know what i mean sure. without spoiling For stuff sure. but uh i digress yeah i guess you could look at it that way yeah well it's like you know yeah. you know when you get to the part in the book where it's like part two you know and you're like oh <laughs> shit it's just a blank page on the left and then the page on the right that just says part two and you're like oh, oh right. man shit's about to go down bro <laughs> Yeah, I just got I just got to a part two in uh, in the Halo book I'm reading right now. Ooh, it's nice! Like, oh, all right, it's cool. going down. Those Halo books, man, I got to read some of those. Um, they're way really, better they're than really the show. Yeah, they're kind of they're, they're kind of simple and pulpy, but they're good. I enjoy them. That's how it should be, man. It's fucking Halo. Uh, <laughs> but I digress again. Uh, let's talk about The Last of Us uh, show and game simultaneously. Uh, I say we kind of draw comparisons unless you guys want to talk about the game first or the show first how you guys want to do it actually i'll, I'll just ask that we can do it at the same time okay yeah, we cool. can go through it together i think uh maybe like highlighting some of uh our favorite parts of the show or just maybe overall thoughts on the show and then we can feed them into the comparison mm-hmm. yeah so what do you guys do thumbs up thumbs down how do you feel about the show start us off miguel what's up they did a great job. This is very, really good adaptation. Like overall, one hundred percent. I'd watch it again. We're probably going to. Yeah. Did a really good job. The cast was great. I totally All agree. Do you Just watch the show? It's a good show. Yeah, seriously. I mean, who doesn't have HBO Max these days? Like, I feel like most people do have access to it, right? Just watch it. What's stopping you, man? You want to? You don't want to play like a twenty-something hour game? Just watch the damn show. Well, actually, I say play the game too because the game. Yeah, I'll do that too. <laughs> I mean, the I game's mean, the game's great, but I feel like if the, you're not gonna play video games, right? Play, watch the show, but if you're gonna play the game, play the game and then watch the show too because the show is really good. It's yeah, really worth your time. Well, I'm just saying, like, and the show is a good length for the adaptation of the game. They didn't make it too long, and it's not too short. Right. I thought it was did you correct f- amount. Did you feel like they conveyed the show? are the story of the game through the show, like condensed it in it's in a good way where it tells the entire story without leaving too much out. Yeah. I think they hit pretty much all the, those bits of, of the show of the game mm-hmm. without like, really leaving anything out. Mm-hmm. Like all the story I, beats I, are I mean, intact. To be fair, I haven't played the first one in ages, so maybe they left stuff out that I don't remember. Right. What do you think Gage? I would say they even actually maybe got like dove into some details that we we um, that we didn't or like you know that we didn't get to explore in the game. I mean mm-hmm. the whole the whole kind of middle episodes. I think it was four and five with like the Sam and Henry episodes and kind of like yeah. uh, fleshing out a little bit exactly. more of the lore yes. of like the the QZ and all that stuff. Um, what yep. was Pittsburgh in the game, but was Kansas City in the show? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like the, some of that stuff. I mean, even some of the like uh, diegetic, like the in-game atmospheric storytelling that, like, some of the notes you pick up, like, um, in that episode when they go down, st- they go down through the tunnels and they, um, 
to find that weird little like school that was there or like yeah. you know the kids place like that was all in a note in the in the game so it's like you could have missed mm-hmm. all of that if you didn't pick up or read the note type of thing so like there's you know they, mm-hmm. they did a really good job of like sprinkling that extra lore and content in um and diving into some other characters and then i think the stuff that they cut was all like cut because it was pretty gameplay focused yeah. or like you know what i mean like it was pretty like um it was necessary to pa- to to make the player have the agency through those things in the in the game mm-hmm. or in the show it would have just either been gratuitous violence or like just kind of um traveling for the sake of traveling or crafting or finding you know that mm-hmm. kind of stuff so. uh I don't remember it, but someone on Reddit was like talking about how there's a moment in the show where like uh, Joel actually like kneels down, pulls his backpack out and like starts to craft something. And it happens like one Mm -hmm. time I missed. I totally missed that. So, you know, it'd be great to rewatch it uh, in my leisure and look for that moment. But that's what the game is, right? It's like a lot of the gameplay we're talking besides the story beats, besides the stuff or the uh you know the cutscenes. uh it's really you just like sneaking around murdering like monsters or or men you know um and reaching into your bag and like fucking duct taping something to another thing you know yeah making a little (laughs) shiv real quick and stabbing someone in the neck (laughs) throwing bricks and bottles at everything i don't think he threw did he throw one brick in the damn show i don't think there was any bricks in the show yeah or a bottle was there one bottle toss I'm trying to think. I feel like someone broke a bottle, but <laughs> okay. I don't think I don't think anyone like used it really. Mm-hmm. I think that it would have been a funny nod to be like, "Oh, he's going to use the bottle to like distract a uh, you know, clicker or something," um, you know? Because sure. I mean, there's like, like that's to me that's one of the biggest contrasts between the game and the show is that that's like motherfucking yeah. there's bricks and bottles fucking everywhere in this game and you're just tossing them around you're either throwing them to stun a guy so you can like run up and choke him out or you're tossing a bottle in the corner to like distract the guys from you so you can sneak by them and none of that should happen in the game can you imagine you're just sitting there like minding your own damn business and someone throws a freaking brick at your face I know. <laughs> like that would damn. that would take out most people <laughs> you know what i mean that's cte yeah. right there man yeah definitely <laughs> um man. but yeah but so besides that like another really big contrast uh and i'll just say this really quick is just the spores in the air thing like it's sort of a big point in the games like or a big story beat i guess not really a beat but like world build type of thing uh where the way that the uh, uh the cordyceps is spread is through the spores that are just in the air so where there's like a big concentration of infection um the characters need to put masks on um otherwise they'll be infected you know so like you go into these areas and they're like oh make sure you put your mask on there's no masks happening in the show um it's apparently like <laughs> flour or something right it's like it came from like food and bread right sort of what's well, so implied. That, that's a they, they actually did some good science on that a little bit relating yeah. a little bit more to like there, that there is actually like a bunch you know a bunch of fungus that'll grow and grow off a specific grain mold and stuff like that mm-hmm. so like that it kind of makes sense um yeah but i also i also how much do you want to bet pedro pascal coming off the mandalorian was like i'm not putting a fucking mask on again <laughs> he's, <laughs> like, he's like i'm just not doing it i'm not doing it he's like i have um, enough mask time <laughs> oh my show my face please i want to be yeah see this right here this is what they pay me for all right <laughs> this is what they pay Come me on. for <laughs> 
Uh, thoughts on that, Miguel? Do you care? You feel like it? It I was didn't really like care, to be honest with you. Right. I thought the choices they made were were good. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Totally works. Uh, but you know, just again, just throwing that out there. Uh, things that I noticed. Uh, I think it works perfectly fine. Um, doesn't bother me at all. Uh, I might simplify the plot a bit to not have to have these sections with all these masks on and, and shit like that. Uh, but there is a moment in the games, and I, I may be part of part two, where, uh, so, you know, we're, we're spoiling everything here. Ellie is immune to the virus uh, or whatever, to the, it's not a virus, it's uh, the mushrooms. She's immune. Fungal infection. Yeah, yeah, she's immune to the fungi, uh, fungus among us. <laughs> I love that album. Uh, she's immune to it, so uh, she keeps putting the mask on. But then after you learn that she's immune, you know, um, she doesn't have to put the mask on. But I think in the second game, at one point, she like, like essentially to re- accidentally reveal or to be forced to reveal that she's immune to someone that you know maybe she necessarily didn't want to tell them. She like has to take her mask off, and she doesn't get infected, and then has to explain. <clears throat> explain like why and it sort of reveals that she's immune to someone someone you know inadvertently and you know so like there are implications to the way the infection happens and the way that the story works in the games and like honestly that to me is a good thing because here's the thing about adaptations right what's the problem with the adapt with video game adaptations constantly that is that they don't adapt enough they take too many fucking liberties it becomes the Mario Brothers movie from the 90s, you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> or whatever, like you can name a million. You mean great? <laughs> I mean, it's awesome. Uh, I mean, I still like that, that movie. movie. holds up, my friend. I mean, I <laughs> love Bob Hoskins. But just drawing an example, right? It's like they just stray so fucking far. I mean, Resident Evil is the most egregious, right? Yeah, yeah. They stray so far away. It gets too creative that it's not even the same thing at all. It's just like they're using the same names and doing something completely different. Um, but with this adaptation, it's probably the or, most, or it's the opposite where they adapt it so well that it doesn't work. Right. As a fucking show. Right. It's like, you can't do it completely beat by beat. Right. Um, so there's a balance there, but like the good thing about taking some liberties or changing some things is that you can still, you can still enjoy it separately while also still feeling it's faithful. I feel like that is where totally. the last of us HBO show like shines the most in my brain. Yeah. It's that sweet spot of like, you know, let's make this work for the medium. I mean, everything in art, right. Is in any sort of creative endeavor, like the medium itself should dictate part of the way. If it's telling a story, if it's telling a, or kind of trying to make you feel an emotion, like, you know, if you're going to paint something versus, uh, even just illustrate something or sculpt something like there's just different parameters that go into it right and same thing with like film and games or even i would say even television and games or television right. and film um because there's just a certain amount of like i don't know there's just a certain amount of the medium that like requires you to cha- think about you know pacing or set design or right. whatever it is like the actual logistical like art happening happens so i think that i think this the thing that this, that last of us nailed so much for me was just it kept the atmosphere, the mood, the mm. music, the um, even the cinematography and like, you know, referencing the games, but not making it too kitschy. Like, hey, mm. look, we're doing the game thing. Like, it's like, yeah, you know, there's stuff there for the, for like super fans without it being too hit you over the head with it. With like a lot mm. of other video game stuff has been, you know, um, yeah. 
like you know no like no like first person you know doom doom like the, the rock doom shit wait, or whatever wait. you know what i mean like, that's a good scene yeah. man that's a good scene but I mean, it's ridiculous it's, it's a ridiculous but good scene we're still st- same energy for mario okay it's fun but stupid I mean, I'm 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 all for the the Mario movie. Actually, I think they're gonna. Oh, they're gonna I'm not talking right. about that one. I still haven't seen you know the the new Mario movie. I can't oh, wait to it. check that out. I'm talking about the one yeah. from the '90s, dude. Your yeah, John, rest in peace, John Leguizamo. Um, Bob Hoskins. Uh, yes, Leg was almost still alive. He was in. Um, he was in the 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 menu. Oh, sorry, I meant. Yeah, Bob. I was gonna I say meant, Leg was almost died. No, I meant I meant Bob. I meant Bob. Anyways, Uh, but like, you know, like, like, but like with things like, and we've brought this up on previous podcasts, but like the Halo show, like, what are you doing not using the music? It's the most iconic music in maybe all of video games other than like, you know, earlier 8-bit stuff. How the fuck don't you involve Marty McDonald or whatever his name is? O'Donnell. O'Donnell. Excuse me. Marty Um, O'Donnell. And and Michael Salvatore. And even just like things like... You know, think about the Halo soundtrack had all of these like you know John Mayer was on there and um, Steve Vai and all this kind dude. of stuff and it's like yeah it's iconic fucking and fuck dude dude you yeah that was probably them trying to appeal to a massive more massive audience even though I'm pretty sure they probably could have gone with just a score yeah yeah but I think a lot of shows do that where they put music in that's essentially dates the show. Yeah. Right. Instead of just having some like a score going on the back in the background, they they choose music. We're like, oh, that's definitely from the '90s. That's a '90s show. It's a '90s <laughs> movie. Whereas if you have a score, you could you could get away with it. Could be whatever. Well, and it's like even with the Last of Us, they adapted some of. Um, I'm forgetting the the name of the composer, but that guy, great. um, the guy with the guitar. Uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'll look it up. I forget his name. It is. It's kind of like he has kind of like a Spanish sounding name, or maybe yeah. Like a, I forget. Um, maybe I'll look it up right kind of now. Name. Anywho, Gu- but, um, it's Gustavo Santaolalla. La- 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 yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Argentine. Argentinian. Yeah, like, go for it. He's Argentinian. Sorry. Hmm. No hell yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Just keeping the 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 feel and the atmosphere and making sure the set design is really like true to form and the actors like can take their own. Uh, you know their own path through the characters and still like make their characters their own but um but it's just staying true to the vibe and the feeling and then ultimately the story is telling you know Mm -hmm. yep i just everything worked um i don't know man i i just don't want to think about halo because they really biffed that shit so will i watch season two i will and i'll talk about it on the show (sighs) it's my humble sacrifice but let me tell you they're making more Oh, season two is on its way, man. Is it really? Did it's they in production. It? It's in production now. Yeah. You why, know? why would they do that? Because uh, they got money. Oh, so people liked it. No, they just have money to spend. I don't know. It was probably the most streamed thing on Paramount Plus, but like, what is that, that really they, saying? They had, to, <laughs> they had to have had a lot of streams because. Well, people watched how it. How else would they be making a sequel? Look, I'll tell so you what. I fucking hate watched that show. hundred percent. Me too. Hundred totally percent hate watched it. And you finished it. And that's the problem. And now you have another season to watch. So but really, you only it, have yourself to blame. But yeah. absolutely right. Me and all the other <laughs> fucking you know uh, Halo shills out there. Um, but let me tell you, 
I'm just hoping season two is better. Keep the helmet on, bro. Keep put it on. Yeah. Keep it on. No, he's gonna take it off. No, take it off. You don't even need he's the gonna, helmet, man. Th- th- season two is gonna be twice the sex. He's just gonna be having it's sex with all the aliens. Bandana Master Chief running around. <laughs> oh, no, stop. But Last of Us. Last of Us. Stop. That's a great fucking show. That's a great show. I feel like just everything about it is excellent. Okay, so let's let. Do you have any other overall thoughts, or you want to dive into like episode by episode? We don't have to get really crazy with it, but I just figure we can kind of just break it down a little. Yeah. No, so, I like that. Let's go. Let's cool. go through it a little more. Um, or uh, before we even do that, let's just quickly discuss the cast. We don't have to talk about everyone, but let's talk about Pedro Pascal right up top. Is he Joel? Sure. Does he embody Joel? Yeah, I think uh, I I think he was like a uh, the, he. There was kind of a weird arc for me with him this season because I think he was like even more kind of reserved in some senses in the beginning, like you know, like and yet like mm-hmm. uh, and then I don't know, like we got we both got like more of Joel, like of Joel's personality in this, um, and then also I feel like less, and I, and I feel like the reason that is is because since you're playing as Joel in the game, you kind of like infer a certain amount of like stuff onto your own avatar because it's, you know what I mean? Like something Mm -hmm. about that was interesting to me, but I thought he was like, so like extra, Mm -hmm. like kind of brutal and closed off and stuff at the beginning. And then I feel like we got way more of like his emotional side towards the end of the game where I felt like there was like a little bit more of a natural progression because in the game where you're, because you're playing as him, but like, um, I think he did great. I think I think ultimately, like, he was the perfect perfect casting for him. I, I'm inclined to agree with you, like 100. Yeah, percent Yeah, I feel like the player agency in the game makes Joel the Joel that you are. You know what I mean? Totally. Um, and there's just, I mean, obviously, there's two different, two separate performances. I mean, between um, uh, what's his name, uh, Troy Baker. Troy Baker. Thank you. Uh, and versus Pedro Pascal, but I think both of them bring the same energy, the same vibe uh, to this character. Uh, you know, and, and and I know I know for a fact that like obviously the cast of the original games, Troy Baker, Ashley Johnson, met with Bella Ramsey and Pedro Pascal, and just you know gave them like like hey, this is w- what I had in mind. Hey, this is like the vibes. You know what I mean? Um, I just feel like there's a lot of respect there. And that really just comes off in their performances. Um, to me, this is this is just as much Joel as Troy Baker's Joel. Uh, totally, literally the same. It's just you know you're just seeing it in person, and just really is mind blowing to me. Um, it's crazy how how great it is. Uh, but then there's also a level of emotion that you get from like a human performance than you do from a video game performance. I mean, of course. There's so much, I mean, technology these days is crazy, right? Like, graphics are so good. Um, and they're really, they're in those suits with the fucking balls and this camera on their face. And they're, like, ball acting, suits. You know, <laughs> those ball suits. Um, so they're, they're in there. They're acting like their characters' performances are acted, you know, in person. But, like, seeing a real human being unanimated just, you know, acting in front of you does give another level of emotion that you just don't get from a video game. So I think that's what I like a lot about um, just, I mean, just the show in general. 
But I think Pedro Pascal does a great, great job. Um, I think he did some really good subtle things, like like, um, uh, his like when his daughter gets shot in the first scene, um, sort of like his his facial expression when he looks down at her wound, and he's like he he knows it's fatal, like you know, and then like he he does this little shift in his face where he comes back to look at her and he's just like, okay, well now it's just about comforting and like just holding on as long as I can with her. It's like, yeah. there is a moment where he's like, okay, we're going to save you. I have to be the save your father guy. And he does this little tiny subtle look where he's like, fuck, like it's yeah. definitely bleeding out of her stomach. She's done. And he, it's just a tiny little subtle thing. There was a couple things like that, that he did that I thought were really impressive acting. Um, yeah. Uh, there was one other scene. I can't remember what it was. It's later on in the season. Um, but but yeah yeah he did some really good subtle facial stuff that I was pretty impressed by for sure. Yeah, the episode where he's having panic attacks, which kind of doesn't happen in the games. Uh, number one, adds something to the performance that we're not getting from the games. And number two was a great internet meme on Twitter. Yeah, the little the little <laughs> like the three bar one. Yeah, I like that. It's just sure. like him panicking in different situations, and like someone saying like, "Oh, when I." When I forgot to, when I'm not sure if my garage is closed, you know, it's like, it's like you're panicking. One that got me was like, like <laughs> me reading any like basic email from my boss or something like that. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And let's just talk about the other lead. We got uh, Bella Ramsey as Ellie. Um, here's a side by, side by side. I know you guys don't have the confidence monitor. Sorry. Tech issues, but you can see it if you're watching the stream. I'm watching the stream. Um, so yeah, I'll see it in just a moment. But uh, yeah, I mean, just look at them side by side. I just like how could it? How could you put it better than that? I mean, okay, Ellie's eyes in the f- fucking game are green or something, but <laughs> it's the same. Like they look the same. I mean, for one, let's just address the haters. They're not going to recast Bella Ramsey for season two. First of all. She's 19 right now, which the yeah. character of Ellie in the beginning of episode or whatever, <laughs> part two, is also 19 years old. You know, she's just like very short and, you know, petite as a person. So she plays a kid pretty well. But like just looking at this picture, I, like, you know, really embodies it. And like the fact that she's British and she's doing the American voice, like commendable. Because I always notice when the the american accent work from a british actress or actor is shoddy and i always pointed yep. out to mochi squeeze me too me too <laughs> any thoughts those, those brits li- those brits like to say that they can do it easy but then there's plenty of them who, f- who mess it up um <laughs> but no i think uh i think it's perfect too because they shot season one at the beginning of the pandemic or right before the pandemic happened. And they've been sitting on this show for a minute kind of. Um, so she's already older than she was when they were shooting the show. Yeah. Like, yeah. So like, I mean, the, like, I think she's going to be perfectly fine. Plus it's not like Ellie looks that much older in, in part two. I mean, she looks older for sure, but like, she's just, you know, you put some different clothes on her, change her hairstyle you know, make the actor change her stature a little bit and she'll be, it'll be totally believable. Yeah. I mean, one of the noticeable things about Ellie's, you know, aging up is that like now she's got tattoos on her hand or something. Right. I mean, it's, you could just ink that shit on, give her a head totally. on, you know, that makes people look older. What do you think, Miguel? 
agree. How do you feel about Belly Ramsey? Bella Ram- Belly Ramsey. Bella Ramsey's Ellie. Ellie. <laughs> I didn't realize people had issues with it. Let me tell you something about the internet, I Miguel. The internet for you. So <laughs> yeah, let me let me. The internet has fucking issues with everything. You know. They haven't even found out. Well, I guess they have found out she's a lesbian already. Anyway, but uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, and according to Mochi Squeeze in, in chat, she said Bella Ramsey kind of resembles the Ash. Well, she says the girl, but Ashley Johnson, essentially. Which they do actually kind of yeah, does. There's yeah. an element there. Honestly, yeah. And you know, like, like usually the character model of these games these days kind of are made to slightly resemble the voice actor a bit too. You know. So I guess only in the last of us, it's, it's made to be Ellen page. (laughs) (laughs) It's so, I always was so perplexed by that (laughs) because not only does she kind of sound like Ellie, actually it's Elliot page now. Did they transition? I think so. Yeah. I just want to be, I don't exactly know the whole thing there, but I believe Elliot is identifies as a male. Like I could be wrong, but, uh, I digress. Yeah. Whatever, whatever they want to identify is great. I just Mm want to make sure that I'm trying to shout that out. Yeah. Um, But the the not to use dead names or anything like that, but the the actress actor that we knew at the time, um, Ellie Page, um, was like so like spot on Ellie in the game, which is just a whole thing. Even the fact that her name is anyways, it was just I I just remember (laughs) being like, this is when I played it being like, how is that not the the person who's acting? Anyways, yeah, hard (laughs) candies, you know? Hard candy. She'll she'll um, fucking kill you. Juno? Bro. Is she in Juno? No. She was Juno. Yeah. She was Juno. Oh, she is in Juno. Oh yeah. <laughs> she had that baby. It's like a yeah. bird outside my window or something. See a lot of um, f- flight happening. Sorry. <laughs> the um, Bella Ramsey really grew on me. I think at first, I thought it was interesting that they made her feel a little bit more like, almost like feral. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. she was like a little bit. More, like so kind of uncouth that I just felt like she was like suit. I mean, Ellie's hyper vulgar in the game, but she's not like hyper aggressive necessarily. Um, I mean, she, I she know. has moments. But. I see. I seen her jump on an enemy and stab him in the neck before with like yeah, a no, fucking I mean, shit. So. Pretty much. I thought it was spot on in my opinion. But I mean, I guess, I, I guess because it's video games and like in video games you're just so much used to violence being the action that you do like there's that but i guess like you don't i don't know i guess her performance in the game is a little bit less aggro mm-hmm. it's definitely like definitely vulgar and she swears a lot and like has vulgar opinions but um yeah that was a little it was, it's not in a bad way it was just a little jarring for like episode one or two like when she's just dealing with marlene that yeah. kind of thing uh-huh but then but then quickly i was like oh no this is 100 percent ellie and yeah um, yeah, no, totally. Yeah, I think I think making her hyper aggressive from the get go is their way of making up the time that it takes to see that within the twenty hours of gameplay that you see. It's like, okay, well, why waste time? Ellie's just gonna get in there, jump in there with a knife. She's ready to stab motherfuckers like right off the bat, uh, and that's just kind of to, to in my brain is to just convey like, look. Ellie, don't fuck with Ellie, all right? She's capable. She's a kid, but she'll kill you, you yep. know? So I feel like they nailed that. Um, and still, she's still being, like, the quirky, like, funny version of herself as well. Um, yeah, the moments, moments yeah. of levity is where I felt like she was the most, like, embodiment of, mm-hmm. of Ellie, for sure. Like, yeah. But she did a great 
great job. Bella Ramsey was awesome. And I think um, there was even some more subtlety to her role in a lot of ways. And I love, love, love how in the final episode, they like metaphorically and, and literally passed off the role from mm-hmm. Ashley Johnson to Ellie, like via a birth scene and all that yes. kind of stuff. I thought that was, that was such a cool, like, uh, <clears throat> meta, meta use of like the medium mm-hmm. and art to like actually like tell, uh, yeah, a meta story as well as the actual story of her birth yeah. and stuff. It was cool. Uh, a footnote about that is that they this that actually came from that that's there. So there's a scene in I think the last episode, like you're saying, where it tells a story of Ellie's mom, which you don't get from any of the games. Um, but that actually was an idea for the game that was cut uh, straight from the journals of uh, uh, what's his name, the director Neil, the, Druckmann. Neil Druckmann. Yeah. Uh, and he was like showing off, you know, like sketches that were of the mother and stuff. So like that was already kind of a story idea they had. And that's something that's good about the show too, is that they can explore these um, other story beats that we didn't get through the games um, that were always like kind of an idea in the back of his mind. So that moment was really cool. And yes, again, like, like you said, Ashley Johnson played the role of Ellie's mother uh, and I immediately knew as soon as I heard her voice, like she, like at the oh beginning of that episode, she's like running through the forest. And so I, I heard like p- panting and it's like, you play so, so much of these games. Like, you know, the sound of panting from fucking Ashley Johnson. Cause like you just, you know, you're, you're playing as Ellie in the second game. <laughs> And you the know. voice actors probably take like 30, 30 takes and just like, you know, like do that. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Hyperventilating in the fucking voiceover booth, dude. Or just like, or just like uh, uh. Yeah. Like, like, you know, getting hit and stuff. Like, you that. son of a bitch. Yeah. Or no, she said, fucker. Yeah. Says that a lot in the game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, her voice. So as soon as you hear her voice, you're like, Oh my God, that's Ellie. It's it was was trippy for sure. Um, another fun side note, uh, you just mentioned the cameo tons of cameos in this damn show. Like every fucking voice actor, prominent character from the game is a character in this show. Uh, in fact, Troy, Troy, uh, what's his last name? Baker. Why does, why do I want to say Bakeman? The fuck is Troy Bakeman? Uh, Troy Baker. I'm uh, sorry, Troy Baker. Of, like, maybe you're thinking Please of, don't um, hate me. Maybe you're thinking of the Dallas Cowboy, uh, <laughs> Troy Aikman. Is that, yeah, is maybe it was Troy Aikman, bro. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Troy Baker was, uh, he was murdered. He was like one of the fucking weirdo rapist cannibal fuckers. Yeah, um, he was one of David's crew and a yeah. pretty prominent member of David's crew. That was pretty interesting. He was like his number um, one man there, you know? But yep. my, good death. He had, he got to have like the the blood squirt come out of his neck and shit. Cleaver, yeah, he yeah, was he was stoked. Pretty wild stuff. Uh, also, uh, I think Marlene played herself, right? Which, which is so cool because she really like, cool. A, like the actress aged up to the place where she could kind of be Marlene. Yep. Um, think about it. It's been what twelve years or something, you know? Um, <laughs> Fuck, almost. That, yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. you're right. Right? No, I mean, it came yeah. out in 2013. No, no yeah. 2013. So 10 years. 10 years. Hmm. Ten years. Wow. Um, but you imagine she probably looked quite a bit younger 10 years ago and stuff. So it kind of it's kind of cool how that worked out. And uh, Some people do. It's so cool. Again, that's so cool of the of the directors of the showrunners to be like, I mean, one of them is Neil Druckmann, but the other one, Craig, uh, Craig Mason, um, mm-hmm. to uh, 
be like, yeah, let's let's put let's give all the original people who made the story. Like again, that's just like the type of respect that you want to see video game adaptations <clears> do. <throat> mm-hmm. To make them feel authentic and to and to make the people who are such fans of the games be like, oh, cool. Like you know what I mean? Like it's not necessary, but I definitely think it helps like cement them as something special. I would you know? say that that's probably what why the show did so well is because you had the original director mm-hmm. be part of the show. Yeah, totally. And from the get-go that game felt like a movie. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it could have been a show from the get-go and not a game. Yep. And I would have been okay with that. It's I, one of the reasons, yeah. and I'm sorry to keep, to keep bringing up this why it works as well as yeah, it does. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that. Go ahead. Uh, it's one of the reasons. Um, sorry to keep poking at this this uh, dead horse, um, Jacob. But that, that horse is a reasons, skeleton, man. Come on. Yeah, seriously. It's one of the reasons again. I think why Halo needs to reevaluate <laughs> no! how you tell a Halo story. <laughs> sorry. Um, and actually, reading the Halo books, which we were talked on a little bit earlier. Yeah. Actually, the the first Halo book I think would be the best Halo story to tell because it it feeds into the narrative that we know within within the Halo games, mm-hmm. but it is a much more, like, war movie story. You know what I mean? It, it feels like a, Tom Cla- like a Tom Clancy novel or like a Band of Brothers type of thing where it's mm-hmm. like these, these soldiers train together and become, like, comrades together and then have, have to fight this one big invasion scale level fight and get out alive type of thing. And like that, mm-hmm. that in and of itself is just a more cinematic story. And so I was like so mad they didn't. Anyways, anyways. Okay. That was the, yeah. um, that's the reach, the reach. Of, it's called Fall of Reach. Yeah, Fall yeah. of Reach, yeah. That, that's really the book I need to read straight up. Because uh, Halo Reach, man, if you've never played Halo Reach, you need to play it. It's such a badass game. But I need to read that book for sure. Yep. Um, and then t- touching upon what Miguel and you're right, they should have just fucking done like that. They should have done that story, and then the next season is them going to the goddamn ring. Like they don't, uh, they don't go to the ring till like the end. They don't even get to the fucking Halo ring ever. Ah, ah. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, you're cool. Well, uh, that was that's, that was coming from Miguel's point too, where it's like, yeah, mm. use the original directors and then. Uh, you know, it's called Halo. That is already cinematic in nature. You know? It's called Halo, and they're never even on the fucking ring. They're not even on the goddamn Halo. To get you to watch the next season. I want to fucking bash my brains in. <coughs> More the, less helmet, less helmet. More uh, helmet, dark helmet. I hope they're listening. Extra, less helmet, extra helmet. No. Um. God damn it. God damn it, guys. Um. But no, like like you're saying, yeah, Neil Druckmann. I mean, we're talking about video game directors. He's in the he's in like he's in there like with Hide, Hideo Kojima, right? The director, game director. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm not, I wouldn't say that. Oh yeah, Kojima's crazy. Koji, well, no, but I'm just saying. Hey, Kojima needs a handler, a director. Uh, in a room by himself. <laughs> <laughs> so he's more of a writer director. He's like uh, Quentin Tarantino. Like I'm gonna do this, this, and this. Like that doesn't make sense, dude. Maybe we should like focus over here. No, no, no. I'm gonna do this. <laughs> it's gonna work. Yeah. Who doesn't I, love I Amazon deliveries? I would say they're they're both auteurs, but I would say that Neil is Neil's a little bit more of a kind of. Uh, I'd say like, yeah. Like, I'm just like saying that Neil, the both of them pride themselves as directors more than sure. video gameists. Right. I'd say Neil Neil's more of like a of a Steven Spielberg and Kojima's a little bit more of like a 
Darren Aronofsky type of guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like that. Yeah, more artsy. Yeah. Um, or, you know, he re- he's really oh, into conspiracies. Crazy. So, like, maybe <laughs> yeah. the guy who directed that movie, uh, Enemy of the State. Who directed that? Sure. What yeah, I was that? going for like a, I was going for like a requiem for a dream type of. <laughs> you mean the whale? That's oh, his sure. mo- yeah. most re- recent film. Just as long as we don't get the guy who made like that kids movie in here. That is fucking weird. Oh yeah, weird. Fucking weirdo. Also, that one movie where they're like, oh, who's the drug dealer? It's like Vanessa Hudgens and then like some other chicks, and then like there's a drug dealer, but he's. It's like a more modern actor, and the movie's just about nothing. It's just like like 18-year-olds in bikinis the whole time. It's the same guy. Fucking weirdo. Spring Break? <laughs> no. Yeah. I think it's Spring Breakers or Spring Break. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 yeah, Such awesome. a dumb movie. Um, I digress. I think Hideo Kojima would make a better movie than that. Just saying. But He's making a movie, so... It might be kind go. of obtuse. Um, but, I, again, we're cool. So, <laughs> Last of Us. Great. Great show. Wonderful show. Let's just break down the episodes. Our first episode is called When You're Lost in the Darkness. It does cover the beginning hours of the game. Um, how do you guys feel the opening was of the show? Mm-hmm. You're kind of uh, mid on it? Oh, no. Sorry. I was, point, I was pointing to Miguel. Ah, yeah, he was. I see. What do you, um, no, I, mean, I, I thought it was good. I liked the little bit that they added as far as the uh, the guy talking about cordyceps. Yeah, uh, on the show, I thought that mm-hmm. was uh, that was pretty informative. I guess it kind of mm-hmm. gives you a um, explanation of what's going to happen. Right. Going forward. Um, but no, again, overall, watch the fuck show. <laughs> good. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, how how do that, you guys feel about like the neighbor the like little neighbor subplot that was happening there? Well, you I actually, get a, I like get, the fact that you got to see a little bit more Sarah. Yeah, and kind of you kind of got to know her essentially. Mm-hmm. Whereas you didn't really get that in the game. No. Yeah, I love that they kind of like positioned her to the audience who hasn't played the game as like maybe the main character of the show. You know, like obviously in promotional material, you've seen Bella Ramsey and stuff like that. But like, I mean, it very much felt like that first episode was like from her perspective in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. Um, yep. And that was a that was a cool way to make you really be like, OK, this is this is the person we're hanging with. And then at the end, not be. Um, yeah. But real fast before we move on, just to touch on that opening, um, the cold open, I thought was like very Chernobyl, which the yeah. uh, Craig Mason mm-hmm. did is the that's his previous show before this which is one of my favorite pieces of television ever same and, uh, yeah yeah just like that kind of opening like where the the soviet guys like says like what is the cost of lies <laughs> and he's yeah. like madness and it's like <laughs> it's just like oh shit this is gonna be really dark yeah. and this was the same kind of vibes where it's just like oh no 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 there's oh, no dark. cure like this happens we're all fucked yeah type of thing that was that was cool and they are all fucked um yeah for me it also it also feels like uh that zombie movie with will smith in it is it called i am legend i am legend kind of starts the same way as well which is another zombie thing before people at me all right this is a zombie thing i don't care what you say it's fucking zombies whatever uh so yeah it kind of alludes to that a bit in my brain as well uh so 
I want to say it's like derivative, but it brings upon the same thoughts in my brain. But it, I think it's a good way to start like a zombie story is to be like, we're science people. And we're talking about fucking something's going to happen in the for, in the future with some fucked up science. So I dug that. And they, they didn't do that every episode, but like there was a number of episodes where there was a cold open kind of, you know, showing like either scientists talking about things or people who are like, oh shit, something bad's about to happen. Um, and I, th- I feel like it added enough to the story. Like I didn't, it didn't feel like they wasted time with that. So I dug that. Yeah. The woman in, um, episode, I think it's episode two. Yeah. It's episode um, two. Um, who she's like actually a pretty prominent, um, Malaysian actor. Indonesian. Malaysian? Oh, well, Indonesian. Uh, yeah, they're in Jakarta, Indonesia in that. Indonesia. No, that no, you're right. Yeah. And she is actually Indonesian. She's like, um, <clears throat> she's like a pretty prominent, like one of their, like, you know, um, she's a, she's a mycologist. Sure. But that actress, they like, uh, it's pretty cool that they actually brought like a Malaysian, um, film star do it. And I thought her performance was outstanding. Like, oh. just like the, the way or like when she sits down and stuff and kind of just like is shaking a little bit and she's like, can I just go see my family, please? Like, I just want to die with my family type of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like there was some really haunting moments in that kind of stuff. I loved seeing that, that stuff. Yeah, it was pretty excellent. Um, getting back to the first episode. So we get to see, like you said, some extra <laughs> Sarah stuff, like, in the game, you only see her saying, hey, it's your birthday, here's this watch. But in the show, you get to see her like getting it repaired and stuff. So it kind of adds more to that, which is fun. Um, but then when it's to the point where she like wakes up and weird shit's happening, I mean, beat for beat, it's pulled mm-hmm. straight out of the game. Like, straight out of the game until the point where, spoiler alert, she dies. She gets shot, not by a raider or like the person you might think, but by the fucking military. Because, you yep. know... Clearly, everyone in that town needed to be executed, uh, according to the military or something. Um, what a fucked up moment. But damn, it's like, hey, we've been experiencing that as a country, as a world, since 2013. This, <laughs> that moment has been in the ether since for 10 years. Um, so it's just kind of funny to see like just the general public to catch up with fucked up events in this game in general. <laughs> just on the big screen but seeing like you know real people acted out is even more crushing from my point of view um, yeah that my my yeah. uh my then then fiance now wife uh watched me play through the opening of the last of us and watched me play a, a pretty decent amount of last of us and i remember we both like after that opening in the game we're just like uh uh what do we what do we do with that it was so yeah. brutal and you're just like yeah and it felt the same way in the in the in the like, show we were both just like tears whatever dark dark as fuck mm-hmm. uh we also get the opening moments of the first like chapter of the game or whatever um where mm-hmm. it's like it hard cuts 20 years later you know you get to see the world after 20 years after that shit happened uh you see joel is like you know a broken human like a raider like a bandit who's just employed by, you know, the local government to do whatever. Um, and then you get to meet Ellie and all that fun stuff. Uh, I Again, I feel like besides the gameplay moments, beat by beat, it felt straight on, like, exactly how it goes down in the game. And that just really blew me away. Like, I feel like this was, this first episode of the show was, like, 
not only just great TV, but it was like proof, I believe, to the gamers out there that like, yo, this is going to be good and it's going to work mm-hmm. really well on so many levels. That That's my opinion of that first episode. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I think I think when I first heard they were making a Last of Us something, because actually I think when I first heard about it, it was going to be a movie, but then it turned into a TV show. I was like, I don't really think they need to do that because the game is already so cinematic. But then, just, uh, you know, as we got closer in the casting and stuff, I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And then after this first episode, I was like, okay, I feel safe. I feel like this show is going to be handled well. Like, you know. Yeah, I mean, after the first one, I agree. Um, it pretty much said this is going to be... The rest of the shows like this, as long as it continues that way, it's going to be really good. Yeah. Yep. And they did a very, really good job. Um. Yep. That brings us to the second episode. So that's the events of like essentially Ellie being passed from like Joel and Tess to just Joel essentially. Um, you know they uh the Fireflies entrust her um to Joel and Tess because they're out of options. And um, I think that uh, Marlene just feels like Joel, like he'll he'll get the job done, and he's her best option. And you immediately lose Tess, and that's that's what happens in the game too. Um, it goes down a bit different. How do you guys feel about the whole like, oh no, Tess is bit, and now she's gonna like have a grenade, and like there's a little bit of a struggle there. Like, how do you feel like? how that how they address that whole situation like because that's also the first time we see clickers i believe uh, an actual engagement with them when they're like in that museum and they're all kind of sneaking around and the clickers come at them <clears throat> bites both the uh, tess and ellie um and it just leads to that crazy swarm they also add another bit to that where like oh if you touch any of the fungus like the whole hive will will like hear it and come like so that's a little bit different than the games uh so how do you feel like how they how that went down yeah i uh i like i like i actually kind of like what they did with the fungal network but i do think they could have capitalized on it more maybe they will in season two mm-hmm. um i mean that's totally believable because actually mycelium networks are like in like the whole we uh, we live up in the redwoods up here and there's like it's well documented that there's literally mycelium like connections that span the entire redwood forest and things like that which is kind of cool so i like that idea in theory but i felt like they only really capitalized it in this one episode mm-hmm. like even like even i thought like jumping sorry to jump forward but like in the um in the left behind episode i thought they could have maybe like had that be a thing like maybe they step on a piece of fungus in part of the mall and that one thing wakes up because i was kind of like why did that guy wake up like he was just like pretty much dead fungus anyway you know things like that i thought they could have maybe yeah. explained some more stuff with it um but I, the the scene in the museum um where they have to go through the museum and like mm-hmm. they do that pretty much scene shot almost shot for shot um scene from the game where you're going through i thought that was perfectly done that was yeah like, that, that was so cool and that was one of the first times where you really see that like I don't know. It felt so much like the game with like literally yeah. like the things you're hiding behind are the same things you're hiding behind in the game. That was pretty rad. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. The the kiss was a little weird. I, I it wasn't that like the dramatic. The yeah, click, it was cool. The clicker I was kiss. into it. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, that should have been in the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the only thing that I was a little weird up. about by it is that I was kind of like, why would it need to do that if she's already infected? 
Mm-hmm. Wouldn't an infected just be like, oh, you're already infected? But like well, maybe, maybe it wants to infect her faster because she's not fully sure. infected yet. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, it's like, come yeah. on. I mean, I don't know. Come on. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm for it. I'm here for it. Whatever. It was gross and unnerving. So cool. I think that was the main part. Like, I feel like HBO does this thing where they get weirdly gratuitous and they just want you to feel weird and like sick. Sure. And they do that shit with so many of their fucking shows. Like, I mean, same thing with, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, Game of Thrones. Like, there's like so yeah. many scenes where it's just like, it's like a really dangerous situation between two things, whatever they are, people, monsters. And you're just like, whoa, like exactly what happens to Pedro Pascal in fucking, oh, yeah. in <laughs> fucking Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, and when it's they just, do the 28 Days Later thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the smash um i just feel like it's supposed to be a moment that's that you won't forget that's really supposed to shake you to your core and i think that's sort of their way of doing that they're just like let's make them keys successful uh so it worked we're, we're, we're talking about it right so cool i know they want to get people talking man you know there's got to be a level of that um but yeah overall great episode um, so I, what I'm doing while we talk is I'm flipping through like the game walkthrough on IGN for the chapters that kind of lead up to these. And it's just like, it's just so much walking around exploring. It's so much of you, Tess and Ellie, like, you know, get trying to get through this area and it could it just so easily be summarized by what happens in the show. Um, totally. so it's just what, what interests me, uh, is just the creative choices. Like, like we said, like the fungal network. Uh, that interests me the most. Um, and again, like you're saying, like how will that be utilized in future seasons? Um, sure. Maybe there's something big, if you know what I'm talking about, that may mm-hmm. utilize that. Something sure. something in a place that has a lot of things in it with the big thing. Yeah, I I'm, am well aware of what I'm gonna you're say. talking about. It. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that may may feed into the fungal network in the future uh, i don't want to give too much away I hear uh, you. all right let's jump into ep- uh, miguel you got any thoughts episode two no you guys covered that shit episode three i believe is my favorite episode of the series yeah it's uh, the frank, frank episode right yeah so yeah it was a really good episode holy crap man it was just like a wow. i mean it might as well have been a movie like in and of itself it was like yeah gut-wrenching it was so it's such some of the best acting um so good have you guys seen devs? Yeah. Okay, cool. I show. haven't. Yeah. I want to. Got to watch that. Yeah. Nick, uh, Nick Offerman. I've never, I've, I'm not like a community guy. That's what he's from, right? The, the, the everyone knows Parks him from. Rex. It's Parks and Rex. Rex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. They're similar ideas. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't, I've never watched Parks and Rex. So I, so I don't know him from there. I remember like the, he's like Ron Swanson or Nick Swanson or Ron something. Ron Swanson. Yeah, I, I've seen a couple little. You know, obviously, I know the whatever. I like steakhouses. Love steakhouses. Sure. I think I'm gonna uh, order that third steak now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but like, I saw him. I really knew him from Devs, and I was just like, and uh, so when I heard he was like, when I heard that he was gonna be Bill, I was like, huh, they're gonna do something more with Bill. Have than to we've got in the game. Yeah. When I knew, cause I was like, he's going to, he's going to flex some of those acting chops for sure. And his weird, you know, I don't know. I just love his, Well, I forget exactly what the line was like. Not today. You jackboot Neo, Neo or Neo fascist motherfuckers or whatever he says. It's so good. <laughs> um, 
he just made me laugh so much and then also just like totally just sobbed my eyes out it was such a good episode yeah um great episode loved it and then the game no, i thought it was great um mm-hmm. i thought the uh what was it uh the more exposition that we got from that character was excellent and totally well worth it and uh it mm-hmm. definitely deserved the entire episode i agree you just had like a little bit of joel and ellie here and there just a, a little bit of joel and tess in the past to kind of explain their uh <clears throat> relationship slightly uh, and mm-hmm. then just them rolling through and, you know, the aftermath of what, what happens. Uh, l- I love how they handled it. Everyone talked about it. And people who didn't know The Last of Us that were just watching the show were like, that's the saddest episode. And all the gamers just smiled because they knew. <laughs> they knew it was not. <laughs> um, well, I mean, on- yeah, honestly, I mean, to, to uh, it was just like such a good love story, like in this little vignette of a thing. And like also like, you know, there's plenty of um, there's plenty of like movies or or shows or whatever who will like focus on a gay relationship, but like, it was one of the first times, just maybe personally, where I was just like, just um, it it was not like the point to show a gay relationship or anything. It didn't feel like it was like uh, preachy in any way or like pushy in any way. It was just like a normal, not normal. It was just a relationship, a beautiful love story, like that was just that. You know what I mean? And I yeah. thought it was so cool how it was handled. It just felt like really organic. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. just felt. Um, Hats off, man. It, yeah, I don't know. Like you know, I've seen plenty of movies where it was like kind of avant garde that it's about a gay relationship or something like that, and this just didn't feel like that at all. No. You know, at all, it just felt like this is just a beautiful, beautiful love story through and through. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I hope we get to the point in our lives uh, where we can just look at any relationship like that and not care. Uh, Just as a society in general, you know, because who gives a fuck if it's like homosexual or not or whatever the fuck. Like, it's a love story. Who gives a fuck? That's it. It should just die there, right? Like, that's what it is. Uh, And it's excellent TV. And, um, man, what a great episode. Like, just amazing performances from the game all you have is journals to explain what happened you know you never even i don't don't think you like exchange words with bill and if one small he says something like my partner or something but again partner is kind of an ambiguous term yeah especially like in the game the way they play it it's like right did you mean like in crime or you know like that kind of yeah uh no just his partner right (laughs) yeah love um so yeah, no, great episode. Uh, and then we move on to episode four called hold my hand or please hold to my, please hold to my hand. That's what it says on Wikipedia. Don't know if that's the correct <laughs> name of the episode. Take hold of my hand. It's a, it's yeah. a, it's a, um, it's a, sorry, sorry. Wait, not Woody Guthrie. Uh, Hank Williams song. I um, believe. Oh yeah. Um, the name of the song. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the one that was in the trailer for The Last of Us show. Right. Uh, yeah, the whole, like, song thing, or, like, b- based on the era, like, being the is it safe or not thing, and they don't hear yep. it in time. Um, that's fun. Um, so, in the game, what happens next occurs in Pittsburgh, which I find to yep. be interesting, because in the show, what happens next is in Kansas City. So different different cities. Yep. Um. So that this 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 is the episode where they go to the the one city. They get ambushed by like dudes. 
Uh, and it's the thing where Joel's like, oh, I know this ambush. And he runs over the guy who's apparently hurt. But he's not hurt. They're about to be ambushed. They do get ambushed. I feel like that's pretty much how it goes down in the game. Where, like, yep. all of a sudden you just have to start shooting motherfuckers. Same thing happens in the show, which is cool. Uh, really dug that. Uh, but this felt, like, heavily altered, um, this whole section versus the game. Yeah. Which is fine, you know. Again, it's, like, two different places, um, which I find to be interesting. Uh, but then they just, you know, they added so much to the story where, you know, in the game you're just kind of going through killing all these, you know, people that were trying to kill you. And then you end up bumping into the characters for the next episode. Whereas in the show, they add so much more to that story. So I feel like that's great. You know, not to mention we have that one actress, uh, drawn a blank. I always forget her name, but she's great. <coughs> she's like the leaders. One, one who played Eileen. Um, yeah, Eileen. Because there's no Eileen yeah. in the game, right? No, no. I don't no. think that, that um, that's even a thing. Um, yeah, they, they, you know, they're just like fighting kind of nameless hunters. I think yeah. they call them in the game. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I really dug this episode. I thought it was cool. It's almost, it's basically a two parter because at the end yeah. of this episode, we meet, um, Henry Sam, and Sam, and Sam, Sam yeah. who are like, you know, massive characters in the game and same with the show. Uh, this is where things get really sad. Uh, so, you know, I think we can kind of, you guys have thoughts on this episode. I thought it was cool. What'd you guys think? No, it was great. Um, mm. But to be honest with you, like I said, it's I didn't even realize it was a different uh, city. Originally, neither did I. Played game, yeah. To be honest with you. Yeah. So, um, and I, I don't remember that part of the game that very, that well, to be 100% honest with you either. Mm-hmm. Well, but um, yeah. I did like how they kind of give you a story about why those people are doing what they're doing. Right. Whereas, like you said earlier, um, as opposed to when you're playing the game, you're only um, getting, like, your side of it. Right. Right? You're just getting attacked. Like you said, you're just mindlessly killing people for no reason, all other than the fact that they're trying to kill you and capture you. Yeah, that's it. You're just trying to survive, whereas mm -hmm. in the show, you get, like, the other half of that. Yeah, so like in the game, what is that? That is long, you know, long, long stretches of battling dudes, you know, um, between them and infected or whatever is happening, you know, and, and just even flipping through this guide, it's like, okay, you do this, you do this, you fight some dudes, whatever. But then in in the next episode, uh, which is called Endure and Survive, you end up in the suburbs, which is actually the name of chapter six in the game. And this is where things match back up, I think, pretty well. Um, But again, like with four, like I I take four and five uh, from the show as a two parter because episode four, it's like vague. You're learning these like new characters. Episode five, you learn about the characters and what their motivations are. Um, And like in the game, like, you know, you do bump into Henry and Sam and like team up with them uh, until their grisly end, um, obviously. Uh, but I feel like when we get to the suburbs part, it kind of loops back around to where the, what the game was doing and we get that totally. scene with the sniper, which I mean, how many times did you die during that part in the game <laughs> with the sniper? Quite, quite a few. <laughs> a lot, dude. I remember dying so much yeah. uh, during that part. And it's just funny to see like, okay, in the show, obviously Joel doesn't die. It's not a video game. So you're just like, man, whoever's playing this Joel on screen, that's a good gamer. 
killing it. <laughs> He's like, first try, bro. Fuck. It's a good. That's some good game. Well, I like what they. I like what they did to like kind of make him like an old guy who's just like you know it, it yeah. was a bad shot. It's nighttime. Like, uh-huh. I thought that was all pretty cool. Um, Super cool. Like, yeah. Old, and and again, another subtle thing that that uh, Pedro Pascal does in that scene is when he comes in, he's like, don't, don't, please don't. And then he just has to kill him. He's like, I didn't want to kill you. Like, it would have been fine to just not kill you. But, you know, then he, like, starts to lift the gun at him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I loved that part. Uh, and then I feel like they kind of added a little extra flavor. Like, there's a part in the game where you are in the sniper tower and you got to shoot infected who are rushing you. They up that shit to 11 in the show to kind of like show the more like the deaths of these characters they invented just for the show and like the eruption of the infected underneath. Like I feel like that whole subplot, not from the game at all was cool. It was a cool way to just tell an extra story that didn't exist in the game still contained to end within the time that it needed to end. And again, that, you know, great, great performance from that actress. I'm going to look her name up right now. So, uh yeah i think i mean i would say these two episodes were like i mean they were really entertaining and they were awesome they were maybe like a little bit of a low point in the show for me like Mm -hmm. just a little bit like um yeah i i didn't like i just i wasn't super attached to whatever her name eileen um uh that kind of plot was Mm -hmm. and like i mean it was okay it was cool i think it was just like another way of showing that like everyone is a little bit of good, a little bit of bad. Um, yeah, this world, this world makes heroes and villains out of all of us. Brutal. Like depending, depending on your perspective, you're going to like probably do something that to someone else feels villainous that to your own kind or family or clan or whatever it is, feels like the right thing to do. You know what I mean? But yeah, um, it's still hitting upon the theme of the, of what this is. The last of us, right? Us yeah. being the underlined word, right? It's how yeah. you're acting for you, you and your kind, you and your kin. And it was a, and it was another cool. It was also a cool way to, um, give us a big dose of infected, um, mm-hmm. because there's a lot of a, a lot of infected in this point of the game. You go through the tunnels, which is like a big yeah. thing, um, and then the whole suburbs area where you're where you're running from. Uh, a lot I was going to say, isn't that the first time, first and last time you see a bloater in the show? Yeah. yeah. Yep, yeah. you're right. Only in that one scene. Yep. So, yeah, I just feel like it checks boxes for, like, yeah. the showrunners. Like, okay, we need to have a lot of infected at some point. Okay, let's build this story. Let's make this happen. And it, and it's always satisfying to see bad characters get murdered by a shit ton of infected. <laughs> you oh, know what I mean? And uh, the, um, the team that did the animation or, like, the po- the the visual effects on the infected for this episode was what a workshop from from uh lord of the rings so i think it oh. looked really stellar oh um, man so that was pretty good a lot of practical on lord of the rings man that's what's so great about it yeah God so they damn. did a lot of that so here cool. i mean a lot of like you, a lot of the actual clickers and stuff were yeah. these full-on costumes make yeah crazy full-on costumes and then just effects over the top of it you know whatever yeah there's a picture of like this like i don't know designer or like something makeup artist who's like hugging one of the the guy the bloater guy right uh it's a really funny fucking picture (laughs) i'll try to find it uh and that actress name is uh melanie linsky kathleen and there you go love her she's in something i'm down uh she was also in that 
uh what's that uh, I, I can't remember it's like based on the works of stephen king show she was in that show mm. i digress uh now the next episode after we lose our buddies um sam and henry um i don't think we need to discuss that much i know it's a spoiler cast but like i'll leave a little bit i'll leave a little bit there um it's sad i will say though i, I fucking the, sad the, de- the sam being deaf thing was cool I thought that was that, that was, was cool. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, just as impactful as the game, right? The that that death there, right? Yeah. Um, totally demolished everyone's feelings. Um, just like <laughs> yeah. the game, uh, Mochi Squeeze definitely was a wreck after that. So I'll just I'll just put that out there. Um, but very effective. Uh, we get the time jump to Kin the next episode, just like in the game. Um, and that's what you were saying. Like now we can reconnect Joel with his brother, Tommy. And we learned a little bit about the, um, which this, this is where we'll spoil a bit of, of two part two season two, uh, where everybody ends up at the start of the game. Right. Yeah. Uh, which is in Jacksonville, right? Or Jackson, Jackson, yeah. Jackson, Wyoming. Which, yeah. Uh, I've been to, it's some of the best snowboarding in the entire world. So. Oh no shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome totally awesome it's also the only part of wyoming i liked because the rest of it was scary <laughs> um, <laughs> i had really long hair at the time huh. i was really into reggae i was really into reggae at the time and let's just say that the uh yeah the people there didn't really like that about me <laughs> yeah like get out of here with your dreadlocks you're like this is get just, out of here with not your, even dreadlocks. Yeah, your long-haired hippie california smoking <laughs> weed doing that yeah Sorry. So yeah, no, we get a, we get a massive look at the uh, like you know Tommy where he's living and that Jackson uh, settlement, um, which just gave me vibes of part two in the game. So faithful to part two, it's so, so wild. Exactly, like them walking around explaining what's happening and like just showing the society. Like, there's a moment in the second game if you've never played it where you're like you're walking through that same place and it's like. Mm-hmm. You know, same shit, same exact shit. I was like, yes, this is really cool. You don't really see that in the game. You know what I mean? But in the first game, I should say. But in the second yeah, game, like, it totally happens, uh, which is super cool. Uh, so I really dug this episode. Uh, what do you think? Good? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it all culminates in Joel getting hurt uh, because they go to the. Uh, what is an entire level in the yeah. game, right? It's like going to the section. the university. It's like a long-ass level. I remember it being kind of tough. Well, you forgot about uh, Ellie's girlfriend, too, in the second one. Uh, oh, yeah. She was in there. You potentially saw Dina, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was Dina. There's a... So, there... Okay, we'll spoil this a little. In the, in the show... There's a moment where she's sitting in in that movie theater thing, right? They're watching the movie, and she's sitting next to, you know, a a a girl, right? Kind of has a little bit of a little mustachio look, you know, like she's young and. No, that's not what happened. They were eating dinner. They oh yeah, it's when they first come in. Hey, what are you looking at? Yeah, the girl runs away. Oh no shit! I was uh, talking about the girl uh, she was sitting next to when the when they were watching a movie. Look like no, no, I look like it could have been her. Oh, damn, I'm going to have to rewatch it. eating dinner when they first get there. Oh. And and Maria, and Maria is like, well, yeah, she's never, you know, they've never seen a person act or speak like you because she's like, yes. fuck every other word. Yeah. Oh. yeah. 
All right, well, yeah. that could have been Dina. It. Either of them could have been like, Dina. We don't actually sure know. Dina. We don't know. Um, it even kind of looks like her. Okay, yeah, it does. cool. I thought it might have been that other girl because she also had the dark hair and stuff. And she kind of like some hair <laughs> happening. I just like saying, you know, when you, you I don't know. Anyway, done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dina was there, man, and Dina is there, and she's a big part of uh, uh, part two. So it's cool to see them allude to that, um, which we'll talk about another illusion in the front or uh, coming up here. Um, but anyway, point is, you get your characters; uh, they link right into part two. I love that they did that. This is a cool episode. Then they kind of basically gloss over a long, ep- a long level in the game, the university. They just kind of go there. They see the monkeys. That happens in the Monkey. game. Yep, yep. Um, you you got to fight a lot of dudes and whatnot in the game, but really it's just like one group of bandits. And then Joel gets stabbed, and then now we got problems. And I like that um, in the following episode, we find out that those guys are from David's camp, which is cool. Yeah. Um, oh. And that that the, you know, when when David's sitting down with Ellie when they first are meeting together, that he goes like, "Yeah, one of our guys like was killed when they I sent them to go right. search for supplies, and there was the, this guy was traveling with a little girl, and then we found right. that way. That was cool. Yeah, I forgot about that shit. Um, so yeah. yeah, the next chapter in the game, you're playing as Ellie, pretty much the whole time. It's a big uh, shock in the game because it's the only time you have like a perspective change, you know? Yeah, straight up. Like, you don't expect that. Uh, you know, you're Joel. But no, that, that whole time you're Ellie. So, like, that's what does happen in the show, too, which is really cool. Um, and I like how they handled it. But there there are some beat-for-beat beat moments in the show from that point on. Um, between, like, Ellie, like, that boss battle... <laughs> where she's taking down yeah. a weird pedophile fucking guy who wants to whatever eat her well, I don't fucking know what's going on with that weird religious cult uh, that's straight out of the game uh, you gotta like sneak around there's like glass on the floor if you step on it he can hear you the whole time he's saying like come on Ellie blah 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 like the yeah. same shit he's saying in the show like th- it's on fire just like in the game like that was amazing and faithful I loved it um yeah. And then also beat for beat the when Joel's searching for her, there is a cutscene that is like the exact same of like when he kills those two dudes and gets the information. Nice him in the knee. Oh god, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's like, point to the map. And then he's you know, he's like, Oh, I thought you were gonna let me live. He's like, No, I just need to know I'd need to I see it in him. your eyes, <laughs> yeah. To see if yeah. you would point to the same spot and you could kills that guy too. <laughs> like exact same shit happens in the game. So I, I dug that scene. Um, I like that we get a hint of that. A hint of what? <laughs> Me. Oh. Uh, uh, oh, my bad. No, you're cool. You're back. Try try again. Start over. Try again. I'm trying again. Uh, I like that we get a hint of that, but a less violent version when they meet that old couple um, when they're looking for Jackson. Oh, my God. And... Yeah. Uh, and like he's like you know point to the map and it better be the same place that she pointed out you know but then this one is a lot more hardcore it's pretty good yo that native uh, american woman was fucking hilarious dude she was, she was so one of my funny. favorite oh my god that was like one of my favorite moments from the show mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking yeah, no, it was great loved it 
But that was what am I gonna do? I made them food. Whatever. They were cold and hungry. Like I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) The gun was over there. It was. I don't know. I didn't want to get up. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking hilarious. Um, He's like, oh yeah, there's a girl upstairs. (laughs) He's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Um. But yeah, that, that. I mean, that's already episode eight. Um, yeah. I just feel like these episodes breezed by and they're very faithful to the, to the game in a lot of ways. God, so brutal though, when Ellie's stabbing the fuck out of him at the end and yeah, like, and, uh, just her performance when she gets outside and Joel grabs her and she's like trying to explain and like totally just er- like eradicate it. You can just tell like, yeah, that person's never going to be the same again. Like that's the most traumatic shit ever, you know, that kind of thing. <sighs> Holy shit, man. If they only knew, next season yeah. will be fucking wild. Yeah. Jesus exactly. Christ. Um, okay, and that leads us into the final episode. So we quickly talked about this, but, like, the Joel's mom, or Joel's mom, the Ellie's mom scene uh-huh. is fucking <laughs> insane to me. I didn't think that that yeah. was Marlene, you know, who, like, was her friend and stuff. Yeah. Um, super cool. I love that little detail. Just a little, um, a little like aside for that part. Um, so Aishu and I watched this whole season, uh, and we finished episode nine, right? Is it 10 episodes? Nine, uh, nine, nine, nine episodes. So we, mm-hmm. we finished episode eight, um, uh, like a couple days or like, you know, a couple days before we went in, I guess almost a week before we went into the hospital to have our own daughter. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, we went into the hospital on Saturday. Um, to like, she went into labor on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So uh, the show comes out on Sunday. So we didn't get to see episode nine until we already had a daughter. So watching the beginning of episode nine, where this person's <laughs> giving birth while getting attacked by a by a clicker and all this stuff, like in a house, it was uh was pretty intense to watch after we had literally just left the hospital like you know we didn't watch it until like tuesday or wednesday mm-hmm. um but oh my god it was we were both just looking at each other i was like if you can't handle this at any point just let me know like whatever <laughs> this is a lot so but that was a lot after just giving i mean obviously it's also a little ridiculous like you know there's no way she just pushed a baby out in like a second after a water broke but you know whatever it's fine mm-hmm. yeah that's <laughs> hardcore stuff dude that's hardcore stuff i mean maybe fear or something but you can explain it away so like that thinking. like but I don't know. Right it takes it, it was shoot it anyways. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's an amazing story. Um, so le- leading into episode nine, I just have a small observation comparison between the game and the show. Um, it really is a speed run of of the events. It it leads out a lot of gameplay elements, but there's some stuff I I just want to touch upon. So like. In episode nine, there's the thing where she's he's like, oh yeah, you gotta can you get up there and like drop that ladder, right? Oh, I like that. Yeah. Um, and then she like drops the ladder, like just goes like, oh, there's something over here, and she just drops it, and then Joel has to put the ladder up. So like, just a quick side note: if you've never played the games, this is like a really big moment in the game that just like kind of mm-hmm. throws you off because playing the game, there's so many moments where you're like. All right, I'm going to go do the thing where I boost Ellie up and she hands me a ladder. Like it happens like 10 times, you know. But on this last time, which close to the end of the game, she does that, right? Where she just drops it and you're like, "Oh, there's something wrong with Ellie." You know, this is weird. 
in the show, like it happens and it conveys something. But I think in the game, it's more powerful because of how many times mm-hmm. like that animation was what you expected. And this just like pulled the rug from you, you know? So I just want to call that out. Like, it's just interesting that like they d- still did it in the show. But I was like, oh, this this feels like a nod to the gamer. But it's also totally. like, you know, it works within the story. Um, and then you get the giraffe scene, which is iconic from the game, of course. And I was like, I was telling Mochi Squeeze, I'm like, right after this giraffe scene, like where she walks out onto the balcony or whatever and just like stares at the, the mountains of Salt Lake City, which are gorgeous, I hear. I need to check that out yeah, one day. They are. Um, <clears throat> like, literally, the game gives you the option to stare at that for as long as you want. Like, you can just leave it there infinitely if you wanted to you know so i just found that to be an interesting thing where you could just be like oh just stare at these giraffes and just look at the mountains um so i i don't know it's it's cool that they included that but then there's like an entire section of the game like they 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 show some fedra stuff or whatever just like as i'm look again looking through this guide just like in the show (laughs) but there's a whole section of the game where like you have to walk through this kind of like sewer area and Mm -hmm. oh um, yeah oh yeah remember uh, and there's a point in the game where, like, you realize Ellie doesn't know how to swim. Um, or she may, you might know that earlier, but, like, Ellie falls earlier, into the water yeah. and you have to, like, resuscitate her, you know, because she's, like, kind of drowning. That doesn't happen in the show. But it's sort of a big moment in the game. Uh, yeah. So I understand why they cut the content, but I just kind of want to throw that out there that, like, I remember this scene, like, viscerally from the game and we didn't get it in the show. And so, like, that's, to me, uh, uh, like an advocation for playing the game because you get like more story out of the game and in different ways. Um, so I don't know. What do you guys think about that? I'm going to be honest. I don't remember that. So no, you don't. (laughs) don't Fair enough. enough. (laughs) And isn't it that, isn't it that you're resuscitating her or something and the fireflies come help you finish resuscitating her? Yeah. And then they knock your ass out. yeah, so I yep. remember that it's like they, yeah, I remember that kind of making it feel a little bit more frantic where it's mm-hmm. like you finally like have kind of reached your end destination, but like some everything could go wrong right now. And yep. you're like, oh no, like it feels so much so hectic right then. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, the fireflies. And you're like, help us. And they do, but then you're like, Trick. and you're like, yeah, oh shit. Ellie's um, drowned. Yeah. She's not breathing. You're trying to get the water out of her. And then a fucker knocks you out, but then you wake up and she's okay yeah. and they're talking to you and so like yeah that's skipped but to me like that's sort of a story beat that was sort of a big deal to me playing the game i don't know and that's totally left out and it's uh subbed in for like oh they see them and then they come with guns and they knock them out i mean it still works it still works it does you know yeah. and i'm not like hating on it i'm just saying that it was just an interesting thing that i thought about and that i figured i'd bring it up um but then from then on from that point on it's exactly the same. Um, and holy shit, man. If you were sad about the Sam thing and you didn't see this coming as someone who didn't play the games, like I feel like this is such a gun punch ending to a game, <laughs> to this show. Just like it is in the game, too. Uh, so how do you guys feel like they handled the hospital section? The Firefly Lab, as it's known in the, in the game chapter. Again, I'll just reiterate what I've been saying. It's great. <laughs> Great. Really good. It's excellent. Like it was done perfectly. Yep. I don't think they done anything different in my opinion. Same. I think the I think one of the cool benefits of the rest of the show being 
a little bit less or being more sparing with the amount of people that Joel and Ellie kill. Um, you know, the fact that like, because you're not constantly killing clickers, you're not constantly killing Raiders or Fedra or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. like you are throughout the game, because that's the main point of action that the player has in the game is shooting. Right. And, and or stabbing or whatever. <laughs> like the fact that, that the fact that you haven't seen or all the kills are like every kill has had so much weight in the rest of the show. Like even yeah. like the fact that like when they're in Kansas city, and they kill or and Ellie kills that guy Brian or whatever his name is. Um, like you really sit with that feeling of of the fact that she killed a person and it was a person for so long. Mm-hmm. But then the fact that this one is just Joel just shuts off and becomes inhuman and is just I don't care and like you know that guy's cowering in the corner and he just shoots him and like mm-hmm. you know like even the doctor at the very end there and just yeah. like. He just picks up, starts to pick up the scalpel like that's going to do anything. And then Joel just cold clocks him in the head. You know, it's like, it's, it's just so like, ugh, all right, gnarly, you know. Yeah. And I remember in the game, um, and actually I've heard Greg Miller say a similar story to this before. I thought they were going to give you a choice because video same. games will do this Same sometimes. thing. You know, yeah. I like, thought the same thing. Like, oh, am I going to, yeah, am I going to like have a choice right at the end and that's the whole big thing but the fact that it's just like nope you just yeah. you kill everyone that's you that's yeah, what did, you do did you know that if you don't shoot the doctor he stabs you with the scalpel yeah you die you, you die, die. Yeah. yeah so you're forced to kill him yeah. because that's what happened to me i was like oh no do i kill this doctor there's not a lot of doctors man i don't fucking know and he's just he stabs, stabs the fucking scalpel in my neck dude <laughs> and i'm like oh i have to kill this motherfucker yeah, yeah. dude i think i shot him <laughs> i didn't even hesitate you're just I like just shot him but that's the thing. Like, it's exactly what Gage is saying here. You murdered so many fucking things over the course of that gameplay. Uh, and s- frankly, so does Ellie. Like, Ellie's over here, like, shivin' motherfuckers in the neck and the head. It's crazy. On left and right, yeah. But, like, totally. in the show, because there's so much less of it, it's just hits way harder. So, like, I think that's what's more effective about the show, personally. Absolutely. Totally. Especially the end scene. And, it, and like... In case you're wondering, the scene with Marlene where she's, like, begging for her life and saying, like, all right, you don't have to kill me. You don't have to kill me. And he just murks her right away. That's exactly how it goes down in the game, too. Like, totally. scene for scene. Like, he's just like, nope, bop. And that's Marlene from the beginning, you know? It's crazy. And I thought it was a a great uh, um, side-by-side of kind of, like, the moment where he's holding um, his daughter, uh, Sarah, Mm -hmm. and... You know, we're not infected, and the Fedra guy's sitting there, and he's, you know, versus, you know, that he has that moment of recognition with Marlene, too, where she's yeah. there, and he's holding Ellie, and he's like, I'm not even going to hesitate. Like, there's yep. just no... Yeah. Um, yep. It's such a uh, it's such a good full circle moment. So I good. got chills again. Yeah. It's because, yeah. you know, in the face of whatever, in the face of danger or um, adversity, that you're willing to just pull the trigger. Because it's what you think is the right thing to do. And let me tell you what, people who don't know shit about Last of Us Part 2, Part two is that all of that, everything, him not like lying to Ellie's face, her knowing that it's a lie, what he did in that fucking hospital will feed directly into Season 2. You better fucking believe it. Oh, yeah. You know? And, uh... <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Seriously. And, and, uh... You know, also, like, I just love uh, one of the reasons why this is the best games of all time and uh, just a really good story in general, like, uh, uh, all the way through is, like, 
Um, I feel like uh, just the ambiguity, ambiguity of that choice at the end and it was Joel right to do those things? You know, the uh, is the world worth living in if the only people that you love and care about aren't there? Like, oh, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, um, yeah, yeah, it, it, you know, like, is humanity worth saving? Are we already doomed. <laughs> I mean, I I tend to to go with Joel because I feel like even in the game, I question. I was like, do, do the fireflies really have it all together? Like, are we for sure that they, like would they have actually cure? engineered a cure if they mur- if they killed Ellie? We don't exactly. know. We don't know. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's where my that's where my thing falls to her. I'm like, I don't know. You got this one doctor. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I don't know. A crazy choice either way, you know, it's gnarly. So Yeah, agreed. Uh Miguel, let's get your let's get your thoughts, man. Any any more Are thoughts? You <laughs> You're like, bro, just it's good. Play the game, that's I'm good. Watch it. It's all good. Get in there, watch it, play it. I think the show says what it needs to say, and it's great. (laughs) Like, honestly, like, there's no commentary over here about it. You guys have said pretty much everything. Um, Overall, like, I thought it was great, and the the sequel's just as good. I'm kind of curious to see how they're going to end up doing that. Um, It's going to be crazy, but, you know. Question. Do you think they're going to try to cut up uh, part two into season two and three or something? Or do you think they're going to put it in one season? I could see them doing like uh, five episodes for each half. Okay. Awesome. I could see it. Just splitting the season. I mean, we've already talked about how part two is like longer, right? Yeah. Could so they condense some of that? I think they did. I'm not sure how they would do it. Um, yeah. I, I, I would have just hoped that they continue to do what they did with the first season. Yeah. And, I think they um, and then it shouldn't be a problem either way, w- whether they decide to make, you know, two nine episode seasons or two eight episode seasons or however long they need to make it. I honestly, my preference would be just, um, make it as long as it needs to be. Okay. Yeah. I, th- I think there's a chance. It's interesting, right? Because like there is a switch over that happens in part two, um, like a character's perspective shift that is yeah. like so impactful to the way that story is told. Yeah. But the thing is, is in television, you don't really need, you're not one person's pers- perspective, right? Like you can have multiple perspectives right. in a single episode if you want to. That's true you too. Could, you know, so it's like, I wonder, I don't know. I wonder if it's as necessary or if they don't do it, if it's less impactful, you know what I mean? We'll see. I, um, I'm definitely curious as to how they're going to approach it, and um, mm-hmm. I just hope it's as good as what we've got for the first Yeah. Um, totally. I think that if they were to take both narratives and run them concurrently, that it may... It, it would do one of two things. Either be really interesting. Um, I'm thinking, like, uh, if you've seen The Witcher Season 1, on Netflix, it could do something mm-hmm. like that, right? Where it's like, oh, I don't, you know, it's we're seeing all these stories from different points of view, but then they're in different time periods, right? You could do something like that. That's it could work, or it could completely dismantle the narrative the way that like Neil Druckmann can uh, put it together. Um, so I just think like I've heard a lot of people speculate like, oh, well, you could just tell both stories at the same time. Well, like you'll have this extra character. 
I don't, I don't want to mm-hmm. give too much away, but you'll have another character that won't make a lot of sense and will blindside everyone. But I think it yep. makes more sense to start with one character and then pull the rug and then go into the other character's story, much like they did in the game. Like personally, yeah. I yeah. love that shit. That shit fucking bow. It blew my brain apart. Uh, the way that it was put together in the game. So like, I, I would love to see it still in, in show form put together in that no, way, but who I, knows? I would agree with that. I think that's how it probably worked best. Yeah. Um, to convey the same story. Like I said, it, I don't know whether they want to either split a season. Right. Or do two seasons, one season for each. Right. Yeah. But I, I do feel like it should be told in the same way that the game was told. It'll also be such a talking point on the internet. Like, you know, if they do do that, where it's like all of a sudden you have to sit with this. Sorry, we're dancing around it, but this this other character, <laughs> this and other everyone's character, like, yeah. "What?" Like, I guarantee the yeah, like, what's going on with this? Yeah, yeah, who the fuck it'll is be a this? Big talking yeah. point on Twitter. But I'll, I'll I will say that like that character in the game, there is a section like that right away where you are at yeah. that character and you're like, "Who the fuck is this? What's happening?" I think if they do that from the get-go and then we shift back to the characters that we should be and then what happens afterward, I think it will hit just like it should. Um, So I just hope that they sort of stick to that structure. Now, like I said, a lot of people disagree with that on the internet. We'll see. I think it's a fun conversation to have, though. But, like, one, I just don't want everyone to spoil what happens in the second game to everyone who hasn't played it. Totally. That's because it's just so, ugh. it fucking makes me like, it hits me in the feels every time I even think about all the shit that's going down. Whoo, man. Oh, season two is going to be fucking crazy, dude. Damn. One thing that I'm, uh, that I'm interested about, and this is kind of annoying because it's kind of like a little bit semantic and whatever, but <clears throat> um, they changed the time period in this season of when it happened. I believe in, I okay. believe in the, I believe in the game, the outbreak happens concurrently. Like, like the game came out in 2013, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the outbreak day in the in the game is 2013. Okay. Um, where in this they made 2003. <laughs> yeah. And the only big difference that that has that might have an impact on season two, which is kind of interesting, is the the song, the Pearl Jam song. That is like oh. integral to the story. Right. Yeah. Was not released. Was not released in 2003. You start talking about that Pearl Jam I'm song, a little I'm bit gonna like, cry, bro. That's the, you might have, you might have pigeonholed yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're Seriously. right. You're totally right there. And uh, so, my, I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna know. get around that. But whatever. But uh, I just remember being in, in that game and looking around like a house and seeing a PS3 and like the God of War from that time or whatever the fuck it was. I don't know what game it was, but and they just attention, attention to detail. Maybe. Yeah. Crazy man. Uh, but yeah, overall great fucking time. Great job. Everyone involved. Um, if you've never seen, uh, Chernobyl, watch Chernobyl mm. as well. Uh, we've been talking about last of us, the same, same dude. Uh, you, you dropped his name. I forgot his name. Craig Mazin. Yeah, he's a duo, though, I think. There's, like, another person involved in that uh, project. Uh, but regardless, please watch that. I know Miguel's been watching the show. I think that he's enjoying it, right? No, that's really good. Yeah, excellent. I'm going to probably finish it after we're done here. Fuck yeah. yeah. Brutal. 
Yeah, Joy and I just like were like just so sad watching that. It's just it's a real thing that happened, man. It's you know fucking ridiculous hubris. Of the hubris like, of man. Man's ability. Man's ability to unmake itself. So wild. Uh, and just bravo. So, um, fellas, want to thank you for being a part of this our first ever spoiler cast. I enjoyed this conversation. Uh, any closing thoughts for anything? Uh, uh, are we looking forward to season two or are we regretting are we scared of season two because i don't know i'm sort of in the i'm in the middle like why would you be afraid uh well not afraid but more like like dreading i'm dreading it man i'm I'm bringing it i want to i can't wait you know pedro pascal i just want to see i want to see him in season two you know what i mean i'll just put it that way i want to see him yeah all old and shit yeah yeah it's a time jump for sure and dina you know we're getting dina you'll see him you'll see him for a little while yeah uh yeah so anyway thank you for watching uh remember if you want to check us out live (laughs) twitch.tv slash neon pocket dimension you want to check this shit out later search uh odd valley studios on youtube or go to youtube.com slash at symbol odd valley studios we're there we're also on Twitter at NPD Squad. NPD stands for Neon Pocket Dimension. That's right, baby. Um, and yeah. then, you know, we're, we're on Twitter, too. I'm, I'm at OMJesus. You got uh, Boxcar underscore Miguel over here. You got Luke Shot First. First uh, is actually a one symbol with an ST. Uh, yeah. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and, you know, thanks for everyone for watching live and Twitch for existing. So uh Thanks yeah, Twitch for existing. <laughs> Good to be back, guys. I know I've been on a little bit of a hiatus and yeah. uh you know, a little bit week to week. We'll have to see how it goes. But I'm uh yeah, I'm a new new father and it's been amazing and I'm so excited about it. But uh how's the baby more fun man? Podcast to come to. Let's hear about the baby Dude, for a second. Uh, my my little uh my little girl Maya rules. She's loved my life already and last Was that my internet? No, it's him. <laughs> I saw like me. a. Oh no! He's talking to himself. I hear you. I I'm hear you guys. Are you there? Oh, you're back. There is. I'm back. Okay. I'm back. Um, I, has she grabbed your hand yet? She's done like oh, a little every grab. day, all the time. Oh, yeah, that's good, man. Oh, yeah. That's anyways, great, it rules. Man. We're having so much best, fun. Dude. You know, obviously we're not sleeping all that much, but it's great. <laughs> hey, you know we miss yeah. you over here, bro. But like, you know, it's it's no worries. You know, whenever you can be on the show yeah, it's dude. that's on you man no worry don't worry about it we're just having fun here bro hell yeah, yeah dog. all right get ready to play us out let's hear it oh i gotta turn my noise suppression off turn Damn, the fade didn't work. Let me let me fade myself out. No, it didn't work. Hold on, wait. Hold on. <laughs> Hide. Here we go. Fade. Swing. 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 Goodbye.